The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Later on, the Lord commissioned 70 other disciples and sent them off in twos as advance parties into every town and district where he intended to go himself. There is a great harvest, he told them, but only a few are working in it, which means you must pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send out more reapers to bring in his harvest. Now go on your way. I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Don't carry a purse or a bag or a pair of shoes, and don't stop to greet anyone you meet on the road. When you go into a house, say first of all, Peace be to this household. If there is a lover of peace there, he will accept your words of blessing, and if not, they will come back to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink whatever they put before you. A workman deserves his wages, but don't move from one house to another. Whatever town you go into, and the people welcome you, eat the meals they give you, and heal the people who are ill there. Tell them, the kingdom of God is very near to you now. But whenever you come into a town, and they will not welcome you, you must go into the streets and say, We brush off even the dust of your town from our feet as a protest against you. But it is still true that the kingdom of God has arrived. I assure you that it will be easier for Sodom in that day than for that town. Alas for you, Chorazin, and alas for you, Bethsaida. For if Tyre and Sidon had seen the demonstrations of God's power that you have seen, they would have repented long ago and sat in sackcloth and ashes. It will be easier for Tyre and Sidon in the judgment than for you. As for you, Capernaum, do you think you will be exalted to the heavens? I tell you, you will go hurtling down among the dead. Then he added to the seventy, Whoever listens to you is listening to me, and the man who rejects you rejects me too, and the man who rejects me rejects the one who sent me. Later the seventy came back full of joy. Lord, they said, even evil spirits obey us when we use your name. Yes, returned Jesus. I was watching and saw Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. It is true that I have given you the power to tread on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the enemy's power. There is nothing at all that can do you any harm. Yet it is not your power over evil spirits that should give you such joy, but the fact that your names are written in heaven. At that moment, Jesus' heart was filled with joy by the Holy Spirit, and he exclaimed, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, I thank you for hiding these things from the wise and the clever, and for showing them to bear children. Yes, I thank you, Father, that this was your will. Then he went on, Everything has been put in my hands by my Father, and nobody knows who the Son is except the Father. Nobody knows who the Father is except the Son, and the man to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said to them quietly, How fortunate you are to see what you are seeing. I tell you that many prophets and kings have wanted to see what you are seeing, but they never saw it, and to hear what you are hearing, but they never heard it. Once, one of the experts in the law stood up to test him and said, Master, what must I do to be sure of eternal life? What does the law say, and what has your reading taught you, said Jesus? The law says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength and with all thy mind, and thy neighbour as thyself, he replied. Quite right, said Jesus. Do that, and you will live. But the man, wanting to justify himself, continued, But who is my neighbour? And Jesus gave him the following reply. A man was once on his way down from Jerusalem to Jericho. He fell into the hands of bandits who stripped off his clothes, beat him up and left him half dead. It so happened that a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him he passed by on the other side. A Levite also came on the scene, and when he saw him, he too passed by on the other side. But then a Samaritan traveller came along to the place where the man was lying, and at the sight of him he was touched with pity. 
he went across to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put on his own mule, brought him to an inn, and did what he could for him. Next day he took out two silver coins and gave it to the innkeeper, with the words, Look after him, will you? I will pay you back whatever more you spend when I come through here on my return. Which of these three seems to you to have been neighbor to the bandit's victim? The man who gave him practical sympathy, he replied, Then you go and give the same, returned Jesus. As they continued their journey, Jesus came to a village, and a woman called Martha welcomed him to her house. She had a sister by the name of Mary, who settled down at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. But Martha was very worried about her elaborate preparations, and she burst in, saying, Lord, don't you mind that my sister has left me to do everything by myself? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, my dear, you were worried and bothered about providing so many things. Only one thing is really needed. Mary has chosen the best part, and it must not be taken away from her.